Welcome to Rare Experts, a candid interview show where the only thing that's real is the comedic tension. And now your host, Nina McElby. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Rare Experts. I'm your host, Nina McElby, and tonight I'm joined by a very special expert, sweepstakes winner Skeeter James, whose best friend entered him in the contest as a rare expert. And now, Skeeter, I have to say, on a show that is filled with quote-unquote rare experts, you might be the rarest expert of all. I have here in my note cards, according to your friend James, that you are an expert in orbital shallot farming. Now, I take it to mean that has to do with farming the shallot, as in the onion family. Now, the word orbital, can you tell me a little bit about what orbital shallot farming is? Is that literally just shallot farming in space, or why don't you just take it from the beginning? Yeah, uh, I can take that. Thank you. Um, it's good to be on the show. Um, yeah, so I, I was born into a family I'm a, uh, of uh, orbital shallot farmers. I'm a fourth-generation orbital shallot farmer. And uh, are you familiar with, um, you know, babies have mobiles? Yeah, of course. Uh, spin around, and uh, essentially an orbital shallot farm is a large above-ground farm that is hung from the ceiling of a warehouse-sized building, and it, uh, there are several plots that rotate uh, in the air, and they grow upside down. Um, and so essentially they orbit um, around a light source, an artificial light source in the center, which is essentially a sun, uh, replacing the sun. And um, they are watered from above, the, the water seeps through the soil, and then they are harvested upside down. Wow, Skeeter, I have to tell you, that actually makes a lot more sense than I ever expected such a, such a field could ever make. I was sitting here picturing somebody with a potato gun launching pieces of onions into space, um, but this seems much more efficient and like something that someone would do. So I guess my first question was, why orbital shallots? Do they actually taste different? What are the benefits of farming an orbital shallot? Well, you know, the first benefit, and I think the one that you'll see is, is the, the main reason we do this, is because it takes up a lot more space than a, a regular shallot farm, and it just generally, it, uh, it requires a lot more work to suspend sure. the, the plots of land, hang them upside down, and spin them around. And we feel, at our farm, like the more work that goes into the shallot, the better it tastes. Great. Now, is that a tagline of sorts or some kind of a message that you put on t-shirts or something like that? Yeah, um, we actually handwrite it in Sharpie on each shallot. Oh, wow. um, Yeah, and it is the more work that each shallot takes, the better we believe that it tastes. That's our motto. And you write that entire motto on every individual shallot? Correct, correct. Wow, now is that a job that you personally do or is there someone who's designated role at the company to write on the shallot? It's a starter position, you know, when you're okay. younger sure. on the family, it's something that you do. Um, I certainly have spent my fair share of time um, over at the kids table writing out the motto. Um, sure. But that was, you know, that was, that was many years ago and uh, I've since moved on to bigger and better things. Now I'm excited to hear about what some of those things are. But first, um, you mentioned you're a fourth generation. When you are working your way up on the the shallot bowl and you're writing with the sharpie are you using the same sharpie that your father and his father before him used to write or do you each get your own sharpie um it's actually you know it's a rite of passage when you turn 13 you get your first sharpie uh, so each each member of the family has received their own sharpie makes sense now is it uh engraved or anything like that nope it's just a regular sharpie of course uh black or different color it's it's black classic 
I love it. Okay, well, why don't you go ahead and walk us through briefly what's a what's an afternoon in the life of Cedar James look like? Right, right. So uh, you know, I, I get to the farm. Um, I live on the property. Everyone in the family does, and I, I get to the the warehouse at around 5 a.m. and I uh, I take a turn on the hand crank to to get the orbit going and to power the the light bulb in the middle that uh, is what gives them their light sources. Um, we call it the sun. It's just, it's just a big light bulb. Basically. Then at around lunch, I switch over and I do some of the paperwork. I fill out order forms, uh, make sure that everything's running, invoices, out voices, loud voices, the works. Um, and then later in the afternoon, um, depending on what day it is, if it's, if it's a day where we go to market, then um, after some of them have been harvested, um, I drive the truck down to the end of the driveway to put them out in the stall. Interesting, interesting. Um, I guess I just have a couple more questions about your actual product itself. And the first one I think is the obvious one, which is, have you ever had a shallot come alive and if so, was anyone injured? I can, I can neither confirm nor deny that. Um, okay. I don't know if I talked to Steve, but um, we had to let him go because he was often late and uh, would come up with uh, outlandish excuses for why his work wasn't getting done. So anything he says is, um, is we, we have no comment on. Gotcha, and just one moment. Hey, Bevan in production, I need you to look up Steve. We need to see if we can get him on the show next week. Sorry, Skeeter, um, that was just a technical question from my production team. Uh, no next question. Yeah, so most people, it seems, have a tendency to cry or have their eyes water when they're cutting onions of any kind, which includes the shallot. Um, so my question to you is, do you ever cry when you see other people cutting your shallot? Uh, yes, uh, and it's, it's uh, out of pride, not sadness, because I have been with that shallot from seed to harvest. And, uh, you know, you, you get used to it and you feel like you know its life story. And uh, to see it get cut into and uh, fulfill its purpose in this life is why I stick around this business. Oh, that's a heartwarming message. Um, now, Skeeter, I, I did Google you briefly in the five minutes before you came on the show, and I, I have to ask, is it true that you used to be in a band called the, or a, a hip-hop group, rather, called the Rap Scallions? Yep, that is, that is correct. Um, we, uh, it's a group of, there are five of us, uh, all locals, all, all actually my family. Um, no oh. one else really out, out here. And um, we used to put on performances at the market at the end of the driveway, um, for customers, it was just, you know, just mostly for fun, some uh, supplemental uh, income, if you will. And um, actually, our, um, our hit song was called You Scally and You. Excellent. Um, were, all your, were all of your songs, were all your hot tracks actually themed around onions of various sorts? Or was that just a coincidence? Yep. Um, our one and only album was uh, titled Allium. And is that something that can be found on you know, Spotify or Amazon or anything? Um, there's one uh, YouTube for performance uh, video of uh, we performed the entire album. Um, that's the only place you can find it. Great. Well, we'll definitely try to track that down and put it in the show notes. And then uh, my next question is, you know, as, a, as an orbital shallot farmer, obviously, I'm sure you're very busy. So I'm sure you don't have a lot of time to take trips. But have you ever actually vacationed in a shallot yourself? Uh, I have oh, not. Wait, no. Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm getting a note from production. Oh, it's, I guess it's pronounced chalet. It's something else. Um, skip that question. Um, 
Skeeter, can we go ahead and move into the rapid fire section? This is a segment that a lot of our fans really like where I just throw a couple questions at you and you just say the first thing that comes to your mind. I'm ready. Hit me. All right. Favorite non-shallot onion? Uh, green. Favorite salad topping? Spruce. Favorite burger topping? Spruce. Favorite sandwich topping? Uh, green onion. Favorite thing that Gandalf says to the Balrog when he's throwing down his staff in the Lord of the Rings films? You shall not pass. Favorite first name for a shallot with eyeballs? Uh, Joaquin. All right. Well, there you have it, everyone. Skeeter James, sweepstakes winner. Thanks so much for coming on, Skeeter. Any, uh, any other shout-outs you'd like to give? Yeah. If you're um, ever down on, the, on a I-90, you know, you find yourself about 15 miles out of town, why don't you stop by and see us? There you have it. Skeeter James, everyone. Orbital Shallot Farmer. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Rare Experts. You can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next time. Can you tell me a little bit about orbital shallot farming and how you find yourself uh, an expert in such a field? Yeah, yeah, no problem. <laughs> Sorry, was I supposed to answer that? <laughs> <laughs> I'll just cut this part out. <laughs>